Hey friends, and welcome to the happy hour. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Jamie Ivey, and I host this happy hour podcast every single week where I invite a girlfriend or two to join me and we just sit and chat about life. It's as if we really were meeting up at a coffee shop to enjoy a glass of coffee together or happy hour and having a glass of wine together. It's just real life and real conversation, and we'd like to invite you to come along with us. So welcome to the happy hour. Today, my guest is Lindsay Paschal, and she is a friend of mine that I met at a book club through my mutual friend, Megan. I really started following Lindsay's book reading last year when she vowed to read 52 books. And so I was just amazed at how she was just knocking down books left and right. 52 may seem like nothing for you, or it may seem like a crazy amount for you. Whatever your book reading goal is for 2015, we hope that you make it. I made a new goal this year on this podcast with Lindsay, so I hope to, to meet that goal. We also talked about her life as a new mom. She has two kids now. She just had a baby in the fall, and so how's that looking for her? And we talk about books, books, and books. So if you are the person that wants to get tons of new books to read this year, we have a lot for you. Don't worry about grabbing a pen and paper. I wrote down every single book over at jamieivy.com where you can find links to buy them all. I took care of you. Don't worry. So thank you so much for listening. Before we get going, I want to say two thank yous. Number one, someone left a comment over on iTunes that said, I'm enjoying happy hour thanks to a sincere and authentic host with a variety of passionate and knowledgeable guests. I'm leaving a comment because of the episode featuring Becca and Maris, which highlighted foster care. Thank you. Such a powerful topic. This was a real conversation about something which can be glossed over, stigmatized, or ignored. Thank you for dialoguing truthfully. I volunteer with CASA and see how critical, phenomenal foster families are. So thank you for raising awareness and sharing so openly. Thanks for leaving your comment. And Becca and Maris was a great episode where we talk about foster care a lot. Both of them and foster parents. And Becca has actually adopted her two boys. One more comment from Dev over on the iTunes. This person said, love, love, love this podcast. My husband and I moved to China this year, and as I find myself missing Texas at times, this podcast has been a little nook of comfort for me. I listen to it while I run and while I do housework, and it really does feel like I'm right back at home with a couple of friends. I also just love being inspired, encouraged, and creatively mused by the amazing women friends of yours. Y'all are awesome. Keep them coming. Thank you so much. And it is so true. I do have some amazing, wonderful women on this show. And so kudos to all of them for sharing their life with you. So I hope you enjoy the show. Here is my friend, Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. Welcome to the happy hour. Hey, Jamie. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. And I need everyone to know that this is really, really, really cool that you're here because you have a three-week-old. I have a three-week-old. And how old is your other son? Two. So you <laughs> three have a three-week-old and a two-year-old, and you're giving yeah. me the power of your time. This is yeah. amazing. One is napping. One will be napping with his father soon. So, so fun. We're good. Yeah. Okay. So how far apart are they? Um. So they're two years, three months, almost exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's a good age. It's been good so far. So fun. I yeah. The last newborn that I had in my house was Deacon, and that was <laughs> nine years ago. So oh. I am so past this newborn stuff. Yeah. I um, I remember you saying like, you know, your feelings about, am I done? Mm-hmm. Is this all? Is my family complete? And I kind of feel like, hey, I feel pretty complete right now with two kids. That's I wonder good. how I feel. It could be the hormones with a three-week-old. Yeah. <laughs> it could yeah. be your body saying, don't make me do this again <laughs> for yeah. a while. You don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see oh, yeah. what those feel like in yeah, a couple we'll, weeks. We'll be for a while. Yeah. So fun. We're content for a while. Yes. And two boys. I had two boys to start with as well. So fun. I do. I like it. I don't know that I would be a good girl mom. I, I, I say all the time, because I have three boys and one girl, 
if I had to have three girls and one boy, I think I would be insane. Yeah. Well, I just say, I don't want a little me running around the house. <laughs> You're like, I, I know don't what we want, can take. I don't <laughs> raise myself. You're like, Dan has one of me. He doesn't need yeah. two of me. Yeah. So I just got a house full of boys and I'm pretty content for now. So That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Lindsay, you and I, did we meet at a book club? Is that where we met? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, we definitely met at the book club. A couple of years ago, I don't know how long ago it was, our friend Megan, who she was on the podcast before, um, she had a book club, and that's where we met. Yeah. And you, before you started staying home with your children, you were a teacher, right? Yes. What grade? Yeah, so I taught elementary school, second grade most recently, but I've done second and kinder. Um, yeah, so I taught for three years and then had my first son, and I'm just staying home, but I will go back to education at some point. You love Don't it? Know. I do. And I, um, I mean, I, I think I want to go back and get a master's degree in something, mm-hmm. um, not administration. I don't have dreams of being a principal or anything like that, but probably something in the special education field or, um, diagnostician work, that kind of thing. But so I'll get back. So I'm not fun. done. I'm not retired. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I always said, I taught school too before I had kids. And I yeah. always said that I would go back after all my kids started school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not. I found something else that I love. Yeah. Podcasting. And so, <laughs> <laughs> hello. Um, but I sub at my kids' school every once in a while. Yeah. I think I've talked about this before. I started doing it because I think you can tell a lot about a teacher when you're in her room, even when she's not there. Oh, like, Yeah. I've been in several different classrooms at my kids' school, and I can tell the way teachers run their classrooms just from the way their kids act, honestly. Oh, yeah. And the way the room's set up, everything. So I'm like, I want to get to know my kids' teachers that way, like when they're not there and see how things go. And so I kind of started out just subbing for my kids' teachers, which I will say yes more to them than other kids. But let me tell you, I have been in a kindergarten classroom before. That to me is the worst classroom in the entire world. Like yeah. I do not know how kindergarten teachers do that day in and day out. And then some of them go home and parent. Like I was yeah. just done. I when I sat in kindergarten, I came home and the kids started asking me questions. And I was like, I have, I have no more. I have nothing left for you. These children sucked me dry all day. Yeah, it's so it was hard. hard. Yeah, kinder was hard. When I taught kinder, I lived in Houston and I taught in inner city Houston ISD. And I was the only English speaking teacher in kindergarten. The rest were bilingual classrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was not even married yet. And a completely different person back then as far as what I understood of, of kids and such. And now that I have kids, I tell people all the time, I must have been an awful oh, why? teacher because now I see kids through the eyes of a parent Uh and I think I was probably too hard on my kids or expected too much or not compassionate enough and so now I want to do over Mm -hmm. I feel like going and telling all these poor kindergarten kids like I probably (laughs) scared you to death expecting so much of you and not really knowing so I'm going to get a do-over and I'm going to see all my new kids one day out of the the eyes eyes of a parent um you know, you say so, that it's funny because all I can, of these kids, I'm sorry. I can see some of my kids' <laughs> teachers and some of them like past and current, all that kind of stuff that have kids. I can see a little bit more graciousness through them. Yeah. And even ones that just have little kids, like they, they don't have any in elementary school. You know, I just, 
I just wanted like these say sometimes like you never know your kid might do this one day too like oh yeah <laughs> watch out oh yeah I just I I want to say to every kid now or whenever I teach or get upset or want to discipline okay how would their parent right now see mm -hmm. them yeah. and how would their parent want to discipline them and how would their parent or what is a way that I will discipline them well or take care of them well that I would not be ashamed of their parents seeing Yeah, that's me, so good. You know? Because mm -hmm. kindergarten, first year teaching, I lost my cool so many times. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, parents thought I was a great teacher. So I'll do it's it over. Hard. Teaching is yeah. so hard. I'm like, yeah. want to just like kiss my kids' teachers and just tell them thank you. So, yeah. Because they do such like hard stuff. Yes, oh. it is. Okay, so teacher, now I stay at home mom. Yes. Um, would you say that that transition was good, easy, hard, crazy? It was It was good in the way that I live right next to an elementary school. So when I had my first one and I would drive by and see teachers going to school and parents and all the kids, I would never feel, oh, I wish I was there. Mm -hmm. I never really desired to be there. But... Um, with my first son, I had a really hard time adjusting to parenthood. I went through a lot of severe baby blues. Mm -hmm. I probably should have sought some help. Um, I cried a lot. So that was hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not give myself grace. I had a really hard time for about four months. So it was, you know, there are pros and cons that I never wished Oh, I was in the classroom instead mm -hmm. of yeah. at home with my son. Yeah. Um, and I still kind of, I still feel that way. Like I want to be with my kids and I know now that I am teaching them here yeah. and my job right now is very important yeah. raising them. But, um, one day, I mean, I know I'll get the strong yeah. pull to go back, but it was a hard transition yeah. for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Well, it seems like a lot of transitions at once, you know, you're yeah. a job. And a lot of times we find our identity in what we do. Mm -hmm. I remember when I had two little ones at home. Caden and Deacon are 22 months apart. So I had two little ones at home. And at this time in our life, we lived in Nashville, not close to any family. And Aaron traveled at this point. I mean, it was some ungodly number, like 220 days a year or something. I mean, he was gone all the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember like mm -hmm. so many days just like searching for jobs because I was just like, because I just felt so stuck at home with these yeah. babies. And I just kept thinking to myself, I can do more than this. Like I'm worth more to our family than this. And that's such a, it was such a lie that I was believing because my kids needed me. I mean, especially yeah. since their dad was traveling so much, they needed, you know, a parent. So I remember going through waves where I was yeah. like, I love being a mom full time. And then I'd be like, I want to go back to teaching. And so it's yeah. hard. I remember. And also story went back to school. She's in first grade now. So last year was my first time to have all four kids in school. And I kind of went through an identity crisis then of just like, Okay, now what? Who am I? Who am yeah. I? Yeah. For so many years, you know, 10 years, I've had a child next to me, and now I have all these hours in the day. So I think we do struggle with, like, identity. Like, what is my role right now? Mm -hmm. Which is so I did, hard. I did big time, and I got to the point where I was telling Dan, I felt like all that I was good for was being a mom. And so, like, mm -hmm. when any time family would come into town, the questions would be all about, well, how is Hudson doing? How's mm -hmm. the kids doing? And it was never that I had any thing to me except for raising this kid. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I'm good for. And so we got to the point where 
we had to say, okay, Lindsay, you've got to have some hobby. You've mm-hmm. got to have something else mm-hmm. that is different. And so um, I went through like the women's development program at our mm-hmm. church and um, eventually through Megan's urging other friend, our friend Megan, we mentioned, um, became a CASA and mm-hmm. had that and, um, did some work with our children's ministry, that kind of thing. But I definitely had to seek out, okay, where, where can, can I, I be needed yeah. besides being a mom? But yeah, also you know, what was I finding my value in? Yeah. And that's interesting. You mentioned the women's development program in our church and that's something that our church has done. And I went through it as well. And I remember on one of our trips that we were taking, it was the I think it was the first year I went on a trip with them and all, everyone in my group were moms. Mm-hmm. And so we're leaving our kids to go overseas without our husbands um, for, it ended up being about nine days or travel days in. And some people really, really, really struggled with it. You know, it was really, really hard for them. And someone, a friend of ours um, really spoke some really good wisdom into us. And she's like, you know, what you get to do when you go over there is that you get to be what you are first. And that's a follower of Jesus. Yeah. And she's like, you're a mom second to that. And so when yeah. you do this, you're fulfilling your first calling and your most important calling. And I remember when she said that, I was like, that 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 makes sense in everything we do in life. You know, we can yeah. find so much of our value in our mothering, but really that's not our first calling. Like our first yeah. calling is to Jesus. And so I'll never forget that. And it puts so much in perspective. Yeah. I need to teach myself we that need to write day. that on the wall i know Your first calling is to jesus that's it yeah everything else yeah. is second marriage yeah. kids job everything yeah. um okay Lindsay. the one thing that i have loved about 2014 <laughs> is following you reading books yeah now you may think this sounds weird like oh she's just reading books but you set out to read 52 books this year I did. Which and... to me, just saying that out loud, that sounds absolutely <laughs> ludicrous and crazy. And, but I love it. A couple of years ago, I made a new year's resolution to read 12 <laughs> and, I, and I made it. Yeah. But since I made that, I've actually read more and more every year. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I actually added up how many I've read the other day. I need to tell you. Hold I think you said 28, right? Did I tell you? Did I write? Oh, I put that I on think, Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, so I read 28 books this that's year. That's a lot. It's that's a lot. That to me is huge. It is huge, especially considering that from August to December, I think I've read six. So <laughs> oh, I, yeah, you, you loaded up front. I loaded up the first in January. I think I read like <laughs> seven or eight, which really what happens, I was just finishing books I've already started. Mm-hmm. They, I still counted them because, you know, it helped me oh, numbers. Oh, yeah. You finished them. So and, you, what uh-huh. made you decide to do 52 books? I don't, I mean, uh, 52 weeks in a year. I really don't know because I've always loved reading. I've always been the kind of person that needs to have a book that I'm reading through. Um, Regardless of how long it takes me to read, I just, if I finish a book, I always think, okay, what's next? Um, And so towards the end of last year, I was reading a lot. And then I think what what started it is, so I record all my books on Goodreads mm-hmm. um, and get a lot of suggestions and things from there. And so they posted that they had this reading challenge. You could, you know, challenge yourself to however many books you want to read. And so I just said, okay, 52, 12, 52 weeks in a year and set out to do it. And I was, I think at the beginning, I was kind of like plowing through like every three to four days and pat myself on the back. I'm doing so good. It's crazy, Um, Lindsay. But I will say, because people have said like, you're nuts. I can't believe you read so much. We don't have cable at our house. I was going to ask you if you watch TV. 
We don't. I mean, I watched three shows. I mean, what are they? Tell us that. I watched Scandal, mm-hmm. Revenge, and um, Parenthood. Those okay. are like mm-hmm. my shows. And but that's only we're like just, three hours a week. So I mean, it's really yeah, not even that we're much just time. Not bit, yeah, we're not big TV watchers. Our son, our first one, goes to bed at seven thirty. My husband does all the dishes. I can sit yeah, on the couch yeah. and read. Yeah. And um, and I also will read a lot, like, at the gym, on the treadmill, That's that kind true, of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's Have not... you listened to any of these or have all of these been read no. with your eyes? No. I've read okay. them with my eyes. Okay. Yeah. I love yeah. this. And do you own all of these books or do you check out from the library? So, no. I am a big library fan I love my library it has a drive-through perfect so like I get online I request a book they tell me it's ready I drive through and pick oh, you it don't up. have to get out to pick it up no it's okay that's amazing yeah so I drive through get it um so most of them I get through the library and then last Christmas I got a Kindle mm-hmm. and so you can check, check out, out that ebooks yes. that way too um so I would say probably of these like 50 some odd books I read this year, I probably own 10. And my rule for like buying books is if I think it's a book I'm going to want to highlight or reference back to, um, I'll buy it. But novels, memoirs, that kind of thing, I wait for the library. I'm kind of like you with library versus owning. I like to check out from the library as well, especially if it's not nothing I want to keep. But then if I'm reading a book and I'm like, this is one of the best books I've ever read, I will sometimes yeah. buy it just because I want to own it. Yeah. Just in case. But I also am not a double reader. Like I think reading mm-hmm. books, again, is like one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> because of the vast amount of literature that there is out there, why would yes. I want to read something again? But a lot yes. of people... <laughs> Very, they disagree with me a lot. And some of you are yes. listening. You're like, no, some books are worth reading every year. I don't know. I don't yeah. have time for that. Yeah, I have two books in my head right now that I want to read again. Which one? Uh, Unbroken. So mm. I read it like three years ago. Mm-hmm. I want to read it again because it's coming out. Yes. And then you and I have talked about this book, Cutting for Stone, uh, my like my favorite of all time. Yes. yes. So I think it might be time to pick that up again. But. It's- I also have a list of new ones, so no, it's going to take a back seat. Hey, speaking of Unbroken, one of my favorite gifts I bought this year, I don't know if I told you this or not, was there is a young adult version of Unbroken. No way. Yes, and I got it for my oldest, Caden, and I just, I cannot wait for him to read it because I loved that story so much, and so that's going to be fun. I know. And then we'll go see the movie, and if it's age appropriate, which I don't know, yeah. after he's read that young adult one, we'll see, but I don't know. Yeah, some of those scenes might be pretty brutal. Yeah, pretty hard, yeah. Okay, so I want to go through all 52 books. Oh, goodness. Because so many people that listen to podcasts, they're like, one of my favorite things is all your book lists. So people, get ready because we've got some books for you. But also (laughs) know this, if you're listening, don't scramble to get a pen and paper. But I'm going to list all of these on my website. So you go to jamieivy.com and they're all going to be there listed. You can find them on Amazon. So, okay. And I'm going to see how many of your books. Let me get a pen and paper. How many of your books I've ever read? So, we'll okay. See. Okay, the first book you read this year was The Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. Yes. Oh, I, I also just... want to know when I ask you about these, just like, yes, you liked it, no, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. So, um, yes, loved it. I picked it up, I think, because I've never done any C.S. Lewis, never read it. I know you're a big fan of reading it with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I think I'd love to do that 
one day, read it with the kids. But I think I found it half price for like two bucks. Oh, that's good. And said, oh, this is a classic. Need to read it. Is it the only one you read in the series so far? Yeah. Okay. It. It's good. There's all, my, one of my favorite ones is actually the one that comes before this book. And it's, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's actually uh, comes before this, and it's really, really yeah. good. So, yes, I've read this one, so there's one, and I've read it to my kids, so it's great. Okay, the next one you read was Forgotten God by Frances yeah. Chan. Yeah, I picked that up because we had my small group at church read Crazy Love, mm-hmm. and I loved his writing. Um, I really liked him as an author, and I think... My friend Becca, our friend Becca mm-hmm. recommended this to me a long time ago, and I also found it half price for cheap. So, yes, very like good. It? Yes. Him and his wife That's have it. a new book out now about marriage. Yeah, I did see that. I want to read it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next one was Men We Reaped, a memoir by Jasmine uh, Ward. I've never so, even heard of this. So, <laughs> a lot of Pinterest book lists, like a lot of the okay. these books will change your life lists, books you must read mm-hmm. lists. Um Memoirs are my favorite genre. I know yours. Yeah. And uh, it was so heartbreaking, this book. So good. So very raw and real. And um, it's about this woman who grew up in Louisiana who lost five men really close to Mm -hmm. her through drugs, through um, suicide, through murder, Um, just really unfortunate circumstances. But true story. Um, so good. Sounds great. Okay. The next one you did was a million miles in a thousand years by Donald Miller, which here's one I have read. Yeah. And I remember it doesn't stick out to me as book of the year. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Um, but I had read blue like jazz a long time ago, which I've never read of his, which seems like everyone has, but I haven't. uh, And then heard this one was supposed to be better. So I read it, but you know what? I probably couldn't tell you too much well, about I'll tell it. You what I remember about this book. Isn't this the one where he hacks Machu Picchu? Oh yeah. See, I just remember oh, after that. I know why I picked it up because I read Love Does by Bob Goff uh-huh. prior to 2014, okay. so back in 2013, and they're besties. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. That's what I remember the most is that he hiked that, and it made me want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, one, two, three, four. Number five book you read was Restless by Jenny Allen. Yes, so good. Bought it, highlighted it, loved it. So good. I've read that Probably one too. should read it again. Mm-hmm, that's a good one. Okay, the next one is one I want to read, David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, I loved, I loved it. I loved him as an author. I read another book of his after that. Um, I just like the short stories. I like books like Freakonomics that mm-hmm. kind of explain – life sort of kind of um you know why the why the underdog can win and why we should root for them and whatnot so yeah that sounds good I want to read it yeah um the next one you read I read last summer oh my favorite books ever I think I got yeah I think I heard of it from you and then saw it for like six bucks at Barnes and Noble and yeah it's called the language of flowers by Vanessa Diffenbaugh I'm not yeah. sure how to say her name, but yeah. such a good book. Yeah, very good. It's, it's quick read, too. Quick read, too, and just beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. It's about a girl who grows up um, in the foster system, basically, mm-hmm. and just changes her life. It's so, so mm-hmm. good. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is by Malcolm Gladwell as well, The Tipping Point, mm-hmm. How Little Things Can Make a Big Difference. Yeah, so similar okay. thing, you know, mm-hmm. economics, I, free economics. Those, those sounds kinda... like things I would like, like just interesting things. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, the next one, I read this one as well. Was this for Book Club? The yeah. Kitchen well, House by Kathleen yeah. Grissom. I mean, Megan recommended it. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I liked um, it. Yeah, nonfiction, but historical nonfiction, mm-hmm. which I also love. It's yeah. another favorite genre. Yeah. yeah. I recommend it's good. And I read the next one, too. It's mm-hmm. called um, Sparkly Green Earrings by Melanie Schenkel. Yeah. I, I, it was a take it or leave it for yeah. me. Um, yeah. It's I don't a know. memoir-ish, too. Like, she's um, a really f- famous, well-known blogger. And so right. it probably seemed a little bit like that. Um, and this one was about marriage? Her daughter. Or parenting. Parenting. Yeah. So she has one by marriage as well. Yeah. 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 This Sparkly green like- earrings. Okay, the next one. I read this one as uh, well. It's called I Will Carry You by Angie Smith. I mean, that was stay up all night, cry into your pillow. Yes. Ugh. Yes. If you don't, I mean, this is Angie Smith. I knew, I followed her through this. It's when I lived in Nashville. Her and her husband were, she was carrying a child that they knew was not going to survive very long after birth. And so it's just that whole story. And man, I tell you, it was so good. And I would recommend this book to anyone going through suffering, even if it's not about your child. Like Mm -hmm. just, she had some really strong points about um, God's grace through that and God's provision. Mm -hmm. I, I highly recommend. Yeah. Oh yeah, so good. But get out the tissues. Get out the tissues for even you know it's going to happen, and you just cry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the next one is "Free Fall to Fly" by Rebecca Lyons, and I haven't read this, but it's on my list. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I picked it up because I saw her give her talk at If mm-hmm. Gathering, and mm-hmm. thought that she was just a very real, unique gal, and mm-hmm. um, wanted to pick up her book and read it, and it was. It was a good story about her um, anxiety, and mm-hmm. I feel it's more than her anxiety, but deal have dealt, continue to struggle mm-hmm. a lot with anxiety. Um, so it was just good to read a real, true woman's, um, you know, how she dealt with it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, next is A Loving Life by Paul Miller. And I haven't uh, read this, but I've read A Praying Life, and it's a book I recommend everyone read in their life. Yes. Yeah. So I um, picked it up because, yeah, I read A Praying Life, and I really like – I just wanted to learn and read more about how to love people well mm-hmm. in certain situations, in their times of joy, and their times of sorrow, how to be there for people. Um, and at the time that I read – this I had a friend going through a really hard medical time of having a few miscarriages and I just kind of wanted to know like how to really be there for people going through hard times in my life not just for that situation but I knew you know I was gonna have friends and family and me that go through difficult times and good times and celebratory times so I would absolutely recommend it that's a highlighting uh, own. It's when you want to own it. You yeah. want to buy it. Yeah. Okay, the next one is The Rosie Project. Oh, that one was so cute. Got it from one of my is little lists. Fiction? Yes. Okay. It's set in Australia. It's an Australian author. Just super cute little love story, quick read, okay. cute characters. Awesome. Okay, the next one was The Whole Brain Child. This, this one? seems kind of like a lot. So this was when I was like, my son needs discipline. I need to know. I can't just wing this anymore. Right. I need some expertise. Um, and just wanted to kind of read more, learn more about 
parenting well. And did it Um, help you? It did. And there were good things to take from it. It helped a lot of um, the way I talked to him, words I use, things Mm -hmm. like that, but also helped for, hey, when I want to be a teacher again. Yeah. The whole brain child. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Okay. The next one was the reason I jump. Oh, that one is about, um, uh, it's told um, by a boy with autism. And so it's very short, like Uh two page chapters about, um, I mean, what is going on in his head and the reason he does the things he does and how he feels. And it was super interesting. And I read that also when I was a teacher, I was always the inclusion teacher in my schools Mm -hmm. um, and always ESL teacher and had um, a lot of kids that were on the spectrum and dealt with putting kids through services and that kind of thing. So another good one to just have perspective. That sounds about. interesting. I think I want to yeah. pick that up. Yeah. Okay. The next good. one was quiet. The power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking. By yeah. Susan Cain. Good. So good because I am very much an introvert. Um, I'm not like a, I shy away from parties and large gatherings mm-hmm. and those sorts of things. Right. Um, so I thought, hey, let me read about myself. Was it good? Did <laughs> Why it, am did I it the like, way I am? Did, it, it like, was, did you relate to a lot of it? Yes, I did. I did. Maybe I need to get that for Aaron. My husband, you yeah. would not think he's an introvert, but he right. really does tend to be an introvert. He right. plays extrovert very well. Yes. Um, yeah, you he, say that a lot. He is an introvert for sure. Uh, maybe I should get that book for him. Yeah. Or maybe it's, I should read good. it to understand him more. Yeah. And that's another kind of like reference one that um, you would want to highlight. I think I picked it up because I saw her TED Talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Susan yeah. Cain. So she gave a TED Talk on it. Okay. The next one is Christ and the Chaos by Kim Crandall. And just this um, title, I need this in my life. <laughs> what, yeah. What is this? Well, you know, I was learning how to discipline a yes. child and then realize how <laughs> chaotic it was to have a kid. Um, and I think this was probably about the time that I found out that I was pregnant with our second one. And, and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to get this under control now. Yeah, motherhood was nutty. And like I've said before, like I have a hard time giving myself grace and parenting and just um, relying on God in that versus my abilities to parent well. And I think I saw it on Amazon and it was like two bucks for Kindle. So snagged it. Good, good. Okay. The next one that you did was The Husband's Secret. Yeah, a lot of people like this one. So she, I read a lot of her book, probably three of her books, Leanne Moriarty. Um, so good, quick read, fiction. Um, she is a neat author because she, I think, develops just the most unique characters. Mm, it's um, like a good like vacation read. Yes, yeah. And her characters are super quirky. Um, I think she develops them really well in all of her books that I've read. Um, and that was a big... I've, I've known a lot of people that have read it. That's awesome. Okay, the next one is Parenting with Love and Logic. Yes, another parenting book. Another parenting book. That. I haven't yeah. read this book at all, but at our school, the school that my kids go to, they send home something every month, and it gives like a tip about parenting mm-hmm. with love and logic. Um, so, yeah. Yes, that's been very good for us. Okay, We've good. used a lot of the tips. So, good. for sure, um, toddlers. Okay, the next one is Bread and Wine from Shawnee the uh, yeah. The other thing I love as much as books is food and cooking. Oh, yes. So this was awesome. And I, um, as soon as I finished it, re- or made a ton of her yes. recipes. 
They were all yeah. This so book good. is interesting because she, she's like a <laughs> you would call it like a memoir type book for sure, and she's short essays, but she includes recipes. And a lot of this book is about what her family's done around the table. And yeah. I love I love her writing. Oh, it's, I yeah, love it. I love all her books. And so this was maybe one of my favorites. Yeah, it was hers. a good one. I yeah. gifted it to a few people. Yes, I have too. It's so wonderful. And we've made, there's so much stuff in there. And her husband's gluten-free. And so it's great because oh, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of recipes in there that are gluten-free. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next one is Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers. So good. Have you read it? I have. Okay. I read it a long time ago. I'm surprised that you yeah. read it. It was, you know, it was a classic, mm-hmm. I guess, that so many, I had been, I think my sister-in-law gave it to me. And it was just big it's and big, intimidating yes right and so I just kind of shelved it for a while and then picked it up and oh my gosh so huge but poured through it in so probably good. two days yeah I stayed up one morning till 3 a.m in oh sobbing tears reading this it's so um, good I usually am not a fan of like Christian fiction no but this is so good yeah loved it yeah um, good classic okay the next one is everyone hanging out without me by Mindy Kaling yeah. So I needed something easier, lighter. Yes. yes. Uh, You've been after reading some parenting books. books and yeah. giving love. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she's just funny. It's funny. I mean, yeah. It's an yeah. easy read too. Yes. Laugh out loud. Yeah. Okay. Next is Life of Pi. Yeah. I've oh. seen the movie. Yeah. So at the be- I think at the beginning of summer, I threw out on Instagram like, hey, give me some nonfiction book recommendations. Um one of my friends from high school put it up there and I searched it on the library and they had it. And so I got it and read it and it was good. And the movie was good. And, um, you know, it's also kind of a classic, I know, yeah. you know, a high school mm-hmm. read. Yeah. But yeah. Very good. Okay. The next one is what Alice forgot. It's by that same author that yes. wrote the husband's secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another good one. I mean, quick vacation read. Good characters. I think I heard someone saying they were just doing that in their book club. So I'm yeah. going to add that to my list. Okay, the next one is yeah. Girls Like Us, yes. which I've read. And if you listen to my podcast, yes. you've heard me talk about it so many times. That, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I would say Very it's one of the best read. books I've ever read. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's about sex trafficking. So I've talked about it enough. We'll move on. People yeah. are like, don't talk about that book again. <laughs> Go okay, back the next to the podcast. one is um, Hard Choices by Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So I picked this up when she when it first came out her book and I just um I really like history politics mm-hmm. a lot um and because hers was about when she was secretary of state it was kind of like a current history that I've lived mm-hmm. and so it took me three weeks to read it was the longest book I've read it was probably 700 pages but just gives you good perspective on world on the world on politics on um the choices our leaders make and um I just really wanted to know more about her more about I like books about people that you don't really know much about like you see them in the public eye and I'm not talking about movie stars but like you see them in the public yeah. eye politicians and then you read these books that they write and you're like man they're real people like they have to yeah. make real choices that affect a lot of people and yeah. I like books like that as well I'm gonna have to pick that up yeah um, okay the next life. one is the circle maker by Mark Batterson Mm-hmm. I, my aunt recommended it to me and sent it to me and, um, you know, told me to read it and it was a good read about prayer and, um, <clears throat> it was good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next was, it starts with food. Discover the whole 30. 
So good. That was one of my top five of the year. Um, Definitely kind of game changer as far as how one looks at food Mm -hmm. and um, whatnot. So I didn't read it to necessarily do this Whole30 eating plan, Mm -hmm. but just to, again, be more educated on it should... Our family, I was pregnant at the time. Uh-huh. No way I was going Whole30 yeah. with my pregnancy cravings. Uh-huh. Um, but should our family want to do some sort of um, detox, if yeah. you will, change some eating habits, just very good. Okay, that's, that's good. That's a good science. Yeah. Okay, the next one was Carry On Warner, Warrior by Glennon Melton. Glennon Melton. Yeah. So we've read, we've talked about this. Uh-huh. I've read it. Yeah, good. Um, Another good one about grace and parenting a lot is what I kind of attach to most of the Mm -hmm. stories. Um, Good. She's a good writer, too. She's just very real. Yeah, she's very real, and um, she's very great um, in real life as well. Okay, the next one is Women of the Word by Jen Wilkin. Mm -hmm. And I got that from your podcast. Mm -hmm. She was on a podcast. I'm a big Happy Hour blog podcast yay thanks Damn. um jen wilkin was on a podcast and she was one of my favorite guests also as well yeah she talks a lot about parenting and women studying the bible and stuff so yeah um it so was did you, did you like the book loved it mm-hmm. yeah very I, good yeah i liked it too i recommend it a lot as well okay the next is the poisonwood bible by barbara kingslaw how do you say her last name kingslaw i've started this book and never finished it was good another kind of like epic read um mm-hmm. Another one that you've always heard about, you yes. know, kind of yep. classic, mm-hmm. if you will. I need, to, I need to get that out and try again. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Set in the Congo. Um, a good vacation read. Probably not going to finish it in a day by the pool, but right. a good longer vacation read. Yeah. Okay, next was Where'd You Go, Bernadette, which I've heard a lot about this. Was it good? I It was cute. Just a uh, quick read. Yeah, very simple. Yeah, this is like a good read beside the pool mm-hmm. book you know cute unique characters um okay I yeah I had heard a lot about it so picked it up awesome okay your next one which this is one of my all-time favorite books <sighs> I've ever read in my entire life yes it's called left to tell discovering God amidst the Rwandan holocaust by Immaculate yes. and I don't know how to say her last name either yeah I mean a memoir again so Heavy. I mean, gosh, this woman's amazing. amazing. Um, for mm-hmm. sure, one of my top five books of the year. Um, yeah, I, I recommend this to everyone. Get educated. She, yeah, on. she was in, she lived through the Rwandan Holocaust and just the way she lived through it is just unbelievable and amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, crazy. Yeah. Such a good book. Yeah. I mean, God, that's mm-hmm. how she did. Yeah. There's no other yeah. way. So good. Okay, the next one is Orphan Train. <clears throat> It was good. Uh, I would probably uh, take it or leave it kind of okay. three. Okay. Um, but I know a lot of people that loved it. Yeah. So. Okay. Next yeah. is Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. Yeah. So this is my second time to read this book. I read it <clears throat> before I was married and then my small group at church went through this. So this was a 12 week long study that we did. Okay. Uh, Just recently when you read it this time? Yeah. we okay. Yeah. We went through it like chapter at a time, yeah. small group questions. So definitely good to read um, with a spouse or also in a group Going setting with group. other spouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next is the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime 
Never heard of this. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought everyone knew. This was another one on those book lists about um, what you should you know, read. And, yeah. yeah. Top Did you like it? Books that will change your. It was an, about told from the perspective of a boy with autism. Oh, um, well, that's two super, you read this year like that. Yeah, super. Um, I thought it was really good, really okay. well done. Okay, yeah. next is How Toddlers Thrive. Yeah, my um, last parenting book of the year, I promise. Yeah. How was this um, one? Very good. Um, I would say probably of the three parenting books I've mm -hmm. read, probably this one was the most applicable. Okay. It talked a lot about sharing mm -hmm. and what toddlers are capable of and what they're not and what parents expect them to do versus what they their brains That's are good. actually wired to do. Uh -huh. So that kind of gave me some really good insight into okay. a two-year-old. Okay, good. Okay, your next one is Treasuring Christ When Your Hands Are Full by Gloria Furman. Which I won on oh, the yes. podcast. You were one of the winners. Yay. Yeah. Gloria was on our show on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, a couple of months ago, I don't remember where. And she's yeah. also fabulous. She, um, uh, her and her husband live in Dubai and he's a pastor. It's just great. So she's written, yeah. I think three books or so, but this is one of them. This is actually one I don't think I have read. Yeah. So good. Um, for being a new mom, you know, I still think I'm a new mom. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. expecting another one. And my gosh, so many good truths. If you are like in the thick of Parenting little ones and feel like you cannot get your head above water. Mm -hmm. She just, just does a great job of bringing the gospel into everything. Yes. Which is such okay. like, it's something I need because, you know, I said earlier when I felt like, you know, I'm not providing for my family in a good way, blah, 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 blah. It's just, I wasn't looking at my life through a gospel lens and she does oh, that yeah. so well. Yeah. So much already in the past three weeks when I'm glued to a couch with mm -hmm. a baby that I can't get out of my hand. Right. Just saying. I mean, repeating to myself things that she said, yes. and that, it's been awesome. Yeah. I've gifted it to a few people, too. Oh, that's a, that would be a great gift for yeah. new moms. Okay, Me Before You by Jojo Moyes. Oof. This one is super intriguing. Okay. I definitely recommend it. It was on a bunch of lists. Um, I like the cover, and that means a lot. In short, so it's set in England. It's about a um, man who is a quadriplegic who used to be a world conquering kind of guy, skydiver and uh -huh. big daredevil, um, came a quadriplegic and has this caregiver and it's about their story and his desire to end his life because he's not who he used to be. Right. Oh, fiction or not fiction? Uh, fiction. Okay. Very much fiction, but super um, thought provoking. Okay, that sounds like something I want to yeah, get. Okay, definitely. the next one is Tattoos on the Heart by Gregory Boyle. So also kind of a memoir. Um, this this Catholic priest in Los Angeles and his work with the gangs um, in Los Angeles and his stories. Um, you know, I would say it's a quick read, short okay. chapters. Very good. Okay. Next, We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. Top five for really? sure. Yay. Yes, it was young adult, which okay. I'm not a big YA uh -huh. reader at all, but um, super good. Okay. Really great ending, suspenseful, fast read. You don't want to put it down. Okay, I like that. Okay, the next one, I read this this, this year. It's also one of my yeah. top books from this year. It's called 828, When Love Didn't Give Up by Larissa yeah. Murphy. 
Yeah, it was super cheap on Kindle um, a few months ago, and I picked it up and, you know, another great memoir. And I had known the story of this couple before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good to kind of walk through their story yeah. with them. This couple, they were dating, and he was in a, uh, a car accident that caused him to have a brain injury. And so the yes. story kind of, it's told from her, and it goes through his recovery, and then they eventually got married. And and he's not the same as he was when they were dating, you know, physically for yeah. sure. And so it is such a good story. I highly recommend that as yes. well. Yes. Okay. The next is The Invention of Wings by Sue Montkit, which I see this everywhere, but I have no idea what it is. It's it's another um, slavery era okay. novel. Oprah on her book club list, also on a list. Um, I thought it was really good. It's very epic-y as far as goes you know, through 50 plus years of life. I like books like um, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So definitely a good one. It's okay. on lists for a reason. Okay. If I Stay by Gail Foreman, which this is on my list because. Womp, womp. No bueno. Uh, is this I, the one they just made a movie about? Yes. And it was, it's very young adult. Okay. The, the converse, the dialogue is very. Young adult. Young. Um, Did you see the I, movie? No, I'm not going to. You have no desire to. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, I read it, and then I had a friend say, oh, Lens, I wish I had warned you not Not to read that book. You're like, I just wasted. I know. Uh, Okay, the next one is Half the Sky. I want to read this. So good. Um, You know, just to be educated on the globe, the world, and and oppression for women – um, this is definitely your kind of book. Um, yeah, the tagline is turning oppression into opportunity for women worldwide. This is yeah. on my list forever. And I just, and I need to just, yeah. It, you know, so that's they probably have, one I want to buy, right? Yes. Yeah. And they have another book called A Path Appears, which I'm like number 40 on the wait list from the library. And mm-hmm. I am just so about to buy it because yeah, I'm sick of for it. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Recommend. The next one is Paper Towns by John Green. I give it about a two and a half. Is this young adult as well? Yes. Is John Green I'm, the guy that wrote? Um, yes. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. What's it called? Uh, they did the movie. Cut you off. That was awful. What is? Um, everyone loves it. I know. I saw. I read the book. Answer. And the, yeah. Oh my gosh! Look so at us. Bad. I read the book and saw the movie. Yeah. Fault, Fault in too. Our Stars. Yes. Yes. Okay, so he wrote. So I know he's young adult. You didn't like it. I didn't. This was a book that I was halfway through and I kept telling my husband I want this book to be over Mm. let this book end those are the worst yeah okay next is Defending Jacob by William Landay top five book not on any list I had a friend recommend it to me so good suspenseful um hey really good ending um thought-provoking yeah it's a good one okay next is this is the third book I see this year by yeah. this author, Big Little Lies. Yeah. So this one is probably the best of the three by Leanne Moriarty. Okay. Um, but another is like her quick, newest. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So another quick beachy read, um, bestseller. Okay. A lot of that's ladies good. liked it. Yeah. Okay. The next is the Roundhouse. Yeah, I picked this up because Megan recommended it like mm-hmm. years ago in book club. I saw it come around. I got it from the library and um it was it was very good. It's about a boy um 
who grew up on an Indian reservation and um, a story about his mom's uh, rape and attempted murder and trying to find out who did it. And yeah. Okay. All right. The next one is the lowland. This one was set in India and United States. Um, I love books set in India. Okay. I love India. Um, We went there um, about a year and a half ago. On so a trip can, with like, our church, and smell and just, it when you read the book. Yes. Yeah, that's the Same best. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you liked kind, it? Yes, very good. Another epic goes through an entire life yeah. of these two brothers. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. The next is reconstructing Amelia. So good. I think I guess it would be classified as young adult. Okay. It was um, kind of suspenseful about um, this girl's suicide or was it a suicide um set in like a brooklyn hoity-toity school okay um just kind of a lifestyle i don't you know i don't know anything about so gives you some insight into that okay it sounds like Uh, an episode of law and order svu yeah yeah it was good okay next is the book of unknown americans so i just finished this one about a week ago Mm -hmm. maybe not even a week ago It was on Amazon's like book list of 2014 and it was so good. It's about um, South America, Central and South American who um, come to the United States in search of a better life and um, kind of what life is like for them. Uh Um, It's a fiction novel, um, but very well done. Very good book. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. And then the... the book that you read last. Yeah. So I finished this book yesterday. Everything I Never Told You. Yes. Also on like an Amazon top book of the year list. So good. I would probably now throw this into my top five. Um, but you'd already made your top five before you finished it? I know. Yeah. Okay. We'll I make it a top six. Yeah. Very good book. Um, a novel. About another girl's suicide. What Two is my in a row. problem? <laughs> um, death in my books and how did they die stories. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, we're recording this on December 22nd. Are you going to read any more books in the next nine days? Yeah, because yeah, I just can't. I can't not have a book. So I'm reading right now Eleanor and Park, which is young adult. Okay. Um, and I have a few left on my Kindle, but the reason I can't not read a book right now is because I'm up two and three times a night. Yeah, feeding a baby. Uh-huh. What am I going to do? Right. It's only so much Instagram you That's can exactly look right. at. I yes. need something to do. So I, this is how I am plowing through books right now: is feeding a three-week-old. And okay. So are you going to make a goal for 2015? You know, I don't know. I I kind of don't want to. Mm-hmm to set myself up for what if I don't do it? Because I'm very much, if I say I'm going to do something, I better You're do, do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably keep reading maybe just as prolifically. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I'm not going to say I'm going to read 52. Okay. I love it. So we'll see. Okay. I love all your books. Can you remind me, do you have it written down what your top five are? Um, yes. So here, let me see. I think I have it written down. Okay, top five would be Defending Jacob, mm-hmm. would probably be number one. We Were Liars, um, Half the Sky, Left to Tell, 
it starts with food. Okay. Top and then five. we'll go ahead and throw number six That's or right. tied for five. Yes. Uh, everything I never told you. Okay. I'm going to put all of those books, ones that I haven't told, on the top of my reading list for 2015. Yeah. Because I trust you. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'm going to just read my books out loud that I read because a lot of them are the same. And then I just want to go through them. I read Glimpses of Grace by Gloria Furman. So mm-hmm. good. You Are a Writer by Jeff Goings. Mm-hmm. I Will Carry You by Angie Smith. Restless, mm-hmm. Jenny Allen. I read Princess Sultan, Princess Sultana's Daughters mm-hmm. by Jean Sasson. Have you read any of hers? Uh-huh. Yeah, those so three good. books. Yes. Yep, there's three of them. I don't think I've read the third one. Yeah. Um, the Kitchen House by Kathleen Grissom, which you read. Um, Notes from a Blue Bike by Tish, mm-hmm. Tish Oxenrider. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. I've heard of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good, good, good. Um, let me get to my next after that. Let's see. Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Good book. Um, Carry On Warrior, like you, from Glennon. Mm-hmm. Um, the Antelope in the Living Room by Melanie Schenkel, which mm-hmm. is her other book that's about marriage. Right. Um, I Was Told There'd Be Cake by Sloan Crossley. That's a Ooh, good little essay, it. short essays, so it's easy okay. to read. Wild by Cheryl Strait, which Ooh. the movie just came out, so I'm excited to see that. I'm on the fence that. about that one. Like, you read, read it or it? you don't know you want to? I don't know if I should. I liked it. Is it very, like, solitary, just about her and her thoughts? That, I mean... No, it's about... I mean, it's crazy what she did. And so, I, it wasn't, like, one of my most favorite books that I ever read. And mm-hmm. honestly, it got a little monotonous. I was ready for it to be over. Okay. But on the other hand, it was good. And it was crazy what she did and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I think I gave it three stars. Okay. So, I'm you know. kind of on the fence about picking that one up. I like to read books that I'm going to go see the movie because it makes me just feel better about myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's explore diabetes with owls by David Sedaris. Have you ever read any of his stuff? No. Oh, he's uh-uh. funny. And then I read the fault on our stars by John green, bossy pants, Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. I read Harry Potter. The first one, um, popular by T- Tyndale Baldwin. Great for, um, teenagers and stuff. Oh, okay. Divergent. Uh huh. I've done that one. And then the second one, Harry Potter. And then I read Let's All Be Brave by Annie Downs, Girls Like Us, Rachel Lloyd, Enough by Kate Connor, which is a great book for teenage girls. Oh, I loved her podcast. I loved mm-hmm. her. Oh, yeah. She was on my yeah. podcast. She was great, yeah. too. 828, we talked about that. I read Forever Mom by Mary Osteen, which she was just on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Shame Interrupted by Edward Welch. I read mm. 168 Hours. It's called 168 Hours. You Have More Time Than You Think. It was Ooh. really eye-opening and good. And I, I skimmed a lot of it, but okay. it was really good. Um, the Minister's Daughter by Julie Hearn. Ooh. It's kind of set in a different like time, novel? time period. Yeah, novel, um, okay. historical fiction. And then I read The Glass Castle. Oh, I've read that one. So, so good. Yeah. That was my 2014. I'm going to make yeah. a challenge to myself for 2015. Yeah, so what are you going to do? Well, how many did I say I read this year? 28. Okay, I was going to challenge myself to read 24, but that seems lame if I read 28 this year. Yeah. You've said maybe you've I been, should do thirty. How old are you? I'm thirty six. Do thirty six. Thirty six books in one year. Do you think I can do that? Or do thirty seven by thirty seven? No, I thirty seven in May. Oh. <laughs> I could maybe I could do thirty six in a year. Yeah. I mean, I count if I listen to it on tape though as well. Oh yeah, that definitely it's counts. Ta- you put time in. Put time in. Yes. Maybe maybe you won't get distracted by cereal. Since it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they won't one. put a Were new you one happy out. With yet. The ending? I haven't finished. I'm halfway through the last um the last episode. Okay. So I don't know yet. Okay. But I love it. I won't say anything. It's so good. I know. I liked it a lot too. I remember when it first like 
four or five episodes in, I was like, if we get to the end of this and he's still in jail, I'm be pissed. Not because I want him to be free, but I'm just like, we need some kind of resolution here. Um, yeah. But now I've kind of taken it in that it was great journalism and a good story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Fun, fun, yeah. fun. Okay. I think now that I've said it, I have to do it. 36 books. Yeah. That you could do so it. crazy. You've said it's gotten easier. You've read more every year. I've read more every year. 36 it is. And yeah. I wonder if Goodreads is going to do that little challenge where you sign up. Oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah, I keep yeah. I keep a list of my books on Goodreads. It helps me because when someone's like, hey, what's a good book I should read? I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. let me look and see what I read recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I tell people all the time, go to my Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Look, or I did record them all on Instagram with like a little hashtag. Yeah, what was your hashtag? It was hashtag Lindsay Reads 2014. Yeah, that was good. Maybe yeah. I'll start that hashtag for mine in 2015. Yeah. It's a good way because then people click on it and there they all are. And there they are. That's true. Okay, then we can go back and see all your books too. Do you leave your thoughts or just the book? Just the book because I post it when before you start? I start it. Oh, okay. Like this one reading you know? next. Yeah. yeah. So I've had people say, well, give me the review mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. And there I say, go to Goodreads. There I rated go. it. There you go. Oh. Okay, Lindsay, yeah. it's been so fun chatting with you yeah, about all about you. books. That's so fun. I love books. And we need to make Megan start our book club up again. I know. I've got a lot of recommendations, Megan. Yeah, hello, hello. <laughs> um, so anyhow, I'm going to put all of these books up on my website. So if you are wanting to yeah. get them, don't worry. They're up going to be up at jamieivy.com. And I would love to hear from you. If you're in a book club, what did y'all read last year that was your best? So leave me a comment. Let us know. Lindsay, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks so for having fun. me. So fun. All right. I'll talk to you guys next time. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. There's your book list for 2015 if you need any books. I'm going to try to read 36 books this year. Come find me on Goodreads and we can be friends. I'd love it if you connect with me on social media. I love Instagram. I'm at Jamie Ivy. Twitter, I'm at Jamie underscore Ivy. Tweet a picture of where you're listening to the happy hour. Use the hashtag where I listen to the happy hour. That'll be so much fun to see that. Guys, I hope you have a great day. Enjoy this podcast. Enjoy Lindsay. Go read some more. I always tell my kids, readers are leaders. I don't know where I heard that, but that's what I like to say. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, I'd love it if you subscribed on iTunes. It just helps people find it better. If you leave a comment, it helps people find it better as well. As I mentioned before, all of these books are listed on my blog over at jamieivy.com. Guys, thanks a lot. I want to say a special thank you to Jessica for leaving a comment on my blog. She said this podcast was super fun to listen to and a less than thrilling day of office work. Love listening to your outgoing souls just chat about life. Thanks, Jamie, for taking time for all these podcasts. Love them. Jessica, thanks for listening. All of you guys, thanks for listening, and I will see you next week. Have a great day.